Hi, it's Leon Dolan, and my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical, is out now and available everywhere. People Magazine chose it as an April pick of the month, one of the best this week, a hopeful take on commitment, they said, and an innovative story about marriage. Mmm, sounds juicy. The Marriage Sabbatical, out now, available everywhere. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. What's a Satellite Sister? The person you call when the best thing in your life happens or the worst. The person that gets you up, gets you going, and gets you through. And every once in a while, changes your mind. This podcast is part pep talk, part weekly check-in. Like grabbing coffee with a friend. Thanks for being here. Welcome to the Satellite Sisterhood. You're listening to Satellite Sisters. It's great to be with you today. I'm Leon Dolan in Pasadena, California. I'm a writer and producer, but today is our special travel show, our summer travel extravaganza. <laughs> and uh, so we're, our question of the day today is, what is your dream vacation or dream trip? I'm going to think about mine, but Julie, what what's yours? Oh, okay, for me, it would be my whole family, my sons, my daughter-in-laws, grandchildren on a beach, okay? A uh, nice family vacation where I have no responsibility for cooking, cleaning, or laundry, and there's no whining and no sunburns. That would be the dream. Okay, so it's not even about the place for you. It's no, just no, no, the behavior. It's... The behavior. <laughs> yes, Liz. <laughs> yes. I mean, that pretty much makes it a break because it breaks it on a trip, Liz. That's true. Okay. How about you, Liz? Okay, this is Liz. I'm the middle sister. I'm in Santa Monica. Like the moment you asked this question, I was like, Zanzibar. I don't know why. I really all of those. All of those Indian Ocean islands fascinate mm. me. The Seychelles, Zanzibar, yeah. Madagascar, the Maldives, any of those would be fun. But Zanzibar is the most fun to say. So that's why I said it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How about you, Liam? Well, I, I, I am. My next book is set in Santa Fe. So parts of it are set in Santa Fe and I haven't been to Santa Fe in a long time. So I do need to make a trip back to Santa Fe. And so, you know, trying to nail down some dates in June. So, and then the dream part of it is that I'm going to leave the dog at home. So that's, (laughs) (laughs) he's listening right now. (laughs) So I found traveling with the dog. Well, great. It does limit some of your destinations. And your accommodations too. All right. Today on the show, we're talking to Lauren Bates. She is the founder of Wild Terrains. It's a women-owned, women-focused travel company. We've talked to Lauren before in the past, and she just is a really sound person to travel with. Uh, Liz, you mentioned you feel like she's calm. She really knows what she's doing. Right. So people have fears or anxieties or, you know, want to go to Iceland. We're going to hear all about what Lauren has cooking at her company in 2022 and 2023. We're excited just to have her back. It's nice to reconnect with former guests. Um, Julie, you have some packing hacks for us. I do. I mean, these, I scoured the internet for the best (laughs) tips on how to pack. I have some hacks for each one of you. Yes. Okay. 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 (laughs) Sounds good. We have some travel related, entertaining sisters, and then I have a travel apps quiz. Which one would you actually use? It's a list of some good travel apps. Uh, But Jill, let's start with you. You were looking at the Facebook group and there was, you know, some question about anxiety, right? Right. I mean, here we are having a show all about travel and Teresa on our, in our Facebook group raised the issue about the anxiety of getting back to travel. I mean, she was She's sure she's not sure she's there yet. And there was a very lively discussion on the group. Uh, I mean, Sonata as well said she had uh, the opportunity to take a business trip, but she she bowed out because it was going to involve airlines. It was just too soon. And you can understand that. I mean, it's I mean, mass, no mass is pretty much chaos right now in terms of travel there. You know, I think we've seen a lot of incidents, you know, in the news about you know, unruly passengers. I mean, I think that inc- increases the anxiety, you know, yes. I, mm-hmm. um, I mean, do you feel that uh, Liz and Leon? 
Well, my main problem thinking about travel is walking through the airports, I, Julie. I, I know. <laughs> just, I know. They're so far from where you check in to your gate. So, but yeah, all that other stuff, I think you worry about getting stranded somewhere, things like that. Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. It's not going to, well, it stopped me up until now, but I think I'm ready to get moving for sure. How about you, yeah. Leanne? You know, I just sort of weighed the pros and cons. I mean, I'm, I'm headed off to Connecticut and New York uh, next week. And um, I just felt like I was ready. You know, okay. I was ready. I've done everything I can on my end in terms of vaccination and boosting. I'll wear my masks. I'll wash my hands. I'll keep my head down. I feel like I'm, I'm ready to, to head back out there. But it, it is still a little nerve wracking. And I do think I do think travel is a muscle. Like you just, you have to exercise it or right. else it's, it's, it's much easier not to go places. Right. If yeah. That's true. Yeah. I mean, the you comfort know? of our home. I mean, yeah. rec- Regina recommended that you focus on the things that you can control. Just as you said, yeah. Like yeah. Your mask, washing your hands, you know, being on time, your documents, whatever it is. If you focus on that, that helps to reduce some of the, um, the anxiety. Now, Sylvia and Teresa, they're like, uh-uh. We, they bought RVs, okay? And that way <laughs> they can control their travel. And I think a lot, I mean, I think that's a good option for a lot of people that don't want to get on airplanes, that don't want to have things out of their control. They, you know, they want to travel, but they may drive or take an RV. But I thought De- Debbie had a great suggestion uh, to help to calm the nerves, reduce the anxiety. And she said she, you know, she recommended watching destination videos like Leon, if you're going to New York or, you know, East Coast, maybe watch some videos about New York City, you know, or talk about the trip and get let the excitement seep back in. I mean, I think that that to me was a really good recommendation because, you know, you, it's so easy to be overwhelmed with, you know, all the new requirements and, you know, and the what ifs and that you don't get to enjoy, you know, or even get, have the opportunity to get excited about your trip. So I appreciated that. And I thought there were some good suggestions and I do think it's like a muscle lean. You got to get back out there and use it. Right. 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 We'll ask Lauren about this too, what she's seen on the trips that she's already run here with her travelers for sure. Um, Okay, I have some travel apps here. Ooh, uh, ooh. Great article in Travel and Leisure with like 22 different travel apps. So I'm not going to list them all, but we will have a link in the show notes and I'll sp- spread the link around on social media and in pep talk this week. Um, but Liz and Julie, I wanted to quiz you on whether you would use some of these. Okay. 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 All right. So, okay. Dayuse.com. Okay. This is Dayuse is going to get you into a hotel room for a few hours for up to 75% less than what a typical overnight rate would be. So would you ever do that if you had a long layover or if like got canceled, you just want to go like take a nap or take a shower for a couple of hours, leave the airport, check into a hotel. Would you ever do that, Julie? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I I didn't know that was available. I think that's a great idea. I mean, sometimes when you travel internationally, you do have long layovers, but I can even see it if you were traveling like to the East coast, you're in your travel clothes, and then you need to go to a meeting or a wedding or something, and you don't want to check into a hotel, but you want to get changed and, and get dressed. I, I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Liz, how about you? Okay, my, my first reaction was, no way. Sounds like way more trouble than it's worth. You know, by the <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, but the way Julie described it, I can see why there might be there might be reasons that you would want to do that. But if it's just a long layover, I'm not leaving the airport. I'm, I'm very good at sleeping in airports. So, but I, I wanted, just, but the day use is it, I, I'm going to use it to shower and change, but yeah. okay. so other people are using it for other things. Okay. Right? There could be okay. other things. Yeah. There could yes. be other things. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just okay. leave it at that. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, okay. Here's one eat with, all right. Listen to this. Eat with allows you to dine with locals in their homes all over the world. Menus are posted for you to see, while hosts typically list what they cook, the languages they speak, and any alcohol parents they'll be serving. Not only does the chat app give you a chance to meet locals and get superb dining recommendations, but it allows you to enjoy a high-quality meal for less than what you typically pay at a restaurant. All right, Liz, let's start with you. Eat with. Is that your no, kind of thing? No, no. Uh, you know what? 
If you want to eat with people, that's why you hire people like Wild Terrains, like Lauren at Wild Terrains, <laughs> because what her company is so good at is like arranging these nice meals with local people that you want to meet. I need a little more vetting than any kind of app is going to do for me. So I want to I want a planner in the middle of that. Julie, okay. how about you? Well, it sounds sort of like the Uber model, right? You know, right. that you no. <laughs> That's my big N-O to that. No, nothing about that is appealing to me. No, I don't want to be in someone else's kitchen. Would no. you do that, Leah? No. no. I mean, okay. maybe in my 20s, I would have, you know, yeah. maybe when I was young and foolish. I just, I like, right, the sharing economy, we don't really, you three of us don't no. really participate that much no. in the sharing economy. Yeah. But, but the youngsters might. They might I'm happy to that. eat with people in a local restaurant. That's where, that's where I eat with. <laughs> Okay. Excellent. This, oh, this is fun. Uh, okay. All right. And this one, a hundred percent. Yes. I would use it. Flush. Trying to locate, <laughs> right. You know exactly yes. what this is. Trying to locate a public restroom can be tricky, especially in a new destination. That's where flush comes in. This app has a database of more than 200,000 toilets and quickly provides travelers with nearby bathrooms. You can search without an internet connection. And Whoa. the app will also notify you if the restroom requires a fee. Fine. I'll pay the fee. Fine. I'll no. pay the fee. That's a great idea. Flush. Julie, what do yeah. you think? I mean, can you imagine pitching that to get the money to build this app? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know what, Julie? Nobody doesn't need that. So right. well, I, I, okay. All right. It's, it, I mean, I, yes, that would be very helpful. Yes. <laughs> All right. And last one time shifter. It's made me think of you guys, but you've probably conquered this already for the rest of us though. Jet lag can re- be a real battle. So uh-huh. time shifter is an app that helps you avoid jet lag long before your flight departs. So they have neuroscience research and circadian rhythms and sleep. And the app provides personalized recommendations that take into account your age, gender, sleep patterns, and specifics about your trip. And the app's going to start to tell you, go to bed now, wake up now, avoid sunlight here, when you should stay awake or when you should take a nap. So you have a gentle jet lag experience. That seems like a good idea if jet lag is an issue for people. What do you think, Mm. Liz? Don't need it. No. Yeah. Uh, I just believe in powering through. I know, but the, the idea that a week before I'm going to start going to bed or no, I'm never I'm just like, oh, scientifically it might be sound, but behaviorally I'm never, ever going to do that. Okay. Jewel. I don't like apps telling me what to do. Okay. <laughs> so I'm out on this one. I resent that. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, I'll put a link to all these apps and many more in the show notes. Okay. 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 <laughs> well, given that we've all been a little out of practice taking trips, you know, we, we're also out of practice packing our bags for trips. So the Satellite Sister Services Department, I conducted an extensive survey of travel packing tips from such esteemed sources as Good Housekeeping, Self, the New York Times, and the internet. Okay. So I have some hacks for you. Okay. All right. First, I, I, I need to know, raise your hand, Liz and Leanne. Uh, do you roll your clothes when you're packing your bag? No. Yes. Oh, so that's a no with Leanne, a yes with Liz. No, the oh, opposite. The other way I, around. Yeah. Okay. I roll. Leanne rolls. Leanne rolls. Liz doesn't. Okay. I know I should just don't. You don't. Do you pack with cubes? Because that, this is the number one hack for pack for packing. You either have to roll or you have to pack in cubes. Are you doing either of those, Liz? I am not doing either of those two things. Okay. Okay. I'm I'm stacking when I'm packing, right? No, that's not, no, no, not good at all. Okay. Okay. And, uh, And I was a little confused with the rolling versus the cubing but I, I do believe you're supposed to roll inside your cubes. Leon, do you have cubes in addition to your rolling techniques? Yes, I do. I, I roll and I cube. I okay. Wow. Okay. Both. Superior. Yep. Okay, Liz, you're way behind on that. Okay, Liz, do you ever make a list? Okay. Um, no. When you're packing. <laughs> I mean, you travel the world. I don't know how you're doing it. You're doing I just it have everything kind of ready to go, Joel. That's the way I roll. That's, okay. you know, because okay. I do, especially in my previous job, I traveled a lot. So I just always knew what I needed. And I always had the bag full of cosmetics and the bag full okay. of this. And the bag. So no, 
Okay, no they say that. Well, we know you have a bag full of wires. Chargers. And yes. yes, we know that. We've yes. seen it. Uh-huh. Okay, Liam, do you make a list or would you use an app to, ma- uh, to make a list for what you're going to take on your trip? Mm, I don't need a list. No. no. I mean, I, okay. I put it in my, I mean, I start making a list in my head. You know. Okay. Okay. So, so and you, I, then so I you put the clothes. Out I mean, this is pretty it. much common sense, but I mean, Liz has to go back. She really does need to work on the rolling or the cubing <laughs> for that. Okay. But now I want to get to some of the hacks that I just, uh, I, I don't know if you'd ever use it, but I've one for you, Liz, and it's the pillowcase hack. Okay. Now listen, to, listen carefully. You need two pillowcases, one with a zipper, one without a zipper. Okay. So you pack your bag, however, you're going to pack your bag. Okay. Just stuffing things, <laughs> whatever. Then all the extra stuff you, uh, you want to bring those sweaters, extra dresses, shoes, whatever. Well, shoes, wouldn't that be that good, but all your extra clothing, you put that in the pillowcase and then you mm-hmm. put the other pillow, the, the stuffed pillowcase in the pillowcase with the zipper. And then you have a pillow to take on the plane with you. You see? <laughs> what gonna the? Okay, come yes. on. Seriously? No, this is, uh, Liz, it was on the internet. It was a big TikTok <laughs> thing. I can see why you might not want to put shoes in it then if you're trying to use it <laughs> right. as, as but a don't pillow. You see I guess I can, can theoretically understand what's happening here. Yeah, you have a, a pillowcase okay. stuffed with sweaters. Okay. Right. Yeah, and they don't give you pillows anymore. Right. You're not making yeah. a list, all your bulky clothes, and you have a pillow. And I don't think, do you have to declare a pillow as an extra item? Because you still get a carry-on bag. And then, I mean, people carry pillows on planes all the time. Okay. How, about, right. how about that? All right. Okay. Well, just consider it. And Liam, finally, a hack for you, okay? Because I know you want your clothes to smell great. So do you, here's, here's a hack that you're supposed to do. Add a cedar chip or a cinnamon stick to your suitcase. <laughs> oh my gosh. I am going to add a cinnamon stick. You are? I would okay. love that. That okay. sounds yummy. Okay. Yes. I've or never lavender. done that. Okay. Uh, I don't know who's putting wood chips in their suitcase. <laughs> if you are, please contact us at Satellite Sisters. Okay. Or Liz. Okay. Yeah. If you go to a humid place and yeah. you don't want all your clothes to be damp. Okay. Yeah. Here's a hack for you a bag of rice. Okay. I'm sure you have one at your house and you put that in a little Muslim bag and you stick that in your suitcase and it's good for high humidity places. And then all your clothes aren't damp. Okay. All right. And then if you drop your iPhone in the toilet, you can use it for that too. That is the number one travel tip anyone needs. Okay. I want to see you with the pillow on the next trip. (laughs) I want to see that. These are all. Can I make it into one of those pillows that wraps around my neck, like a neck pillow? That would be hilarious. Yes. A neck neck pillow full of sweaters and t shirts. Yeah. There you go. Okay. Good hacks. All right. I'm, I'm sure we have someone who is in the travel industry that can tell us whether a pillow is an acceptable carry-on. I think it's going to count as an item, but uh, that's my, that's my theory. All right, Julie, those are good. The, some of them were good hacks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking, wouldn't the cinnamon just crash? And yes, of course it's going to. Yes, Leanne. Yes. It's a terrible idea. To stick okay. in there. Yeah. But you could put like cinnamon tea bags in your, that would be good. And then they could break. Okay. And then you have little bits of tea all over everything. I'm going to try it out. I'm going to try it out. And you have a lot of lavender in your garden. How about some lavender? Yeah. I hate lavender. So yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Because I hate hate cinnamon. That's funny. Okay. So you're down to a cedar chip that this, the the wood chips will not disintegrate. So just... (laughs) Try that. I, mean, I like the look of lavender, but it's, t- it's too cloying up close and personal. Um, okay. All right. We had fun uh, putting together a list of books with um, a, a real sense of place. People had great suggestions on the Facebook page and I created a bookshop dot org list out of them. I'm going to put it in pep talk. If you're looking for some reading, that's going to take you away, but everything from beautiful ruins by Jess Walters, the house of spirit by Isabel spirits by Isabel Allende, the book woman of troublesome Creek by Kim Michelle Richardson fault lines by Emily Atani, just Flynn Berry with Northern spy, just books that are going to take you all over the world. Uh, that will be in this week's pep talk as will a lot of additional travel information. So if you have not already subscribed to Pep Talk, 
please do. You just go to SatelliteSisters.com and a little sign-up sheet will pop up within the first few seconds. And that's the best place to stay in touch with the show. Uh, I'm going to try to get a pep talk out this week. If it okay. Me. I work. I will. I will. Uh, also, just a couple of few, couple more things. Re, uh, Lost and Found in Paris, speaking of books that will take you away. This week is one of my Bring Your Own Book Clubs. So if you have read the book and you want to talk about it, we will be talking about it on Crowdcast on... Um, Boy, I do this every week. I forget to write the actual day and time down. Uh, <laughs> it's Wednesday, but, right? No, I think it's Thursday. Liz. Oh, it's, oh, oh no, it's Wednesday. My my, it's Wednesday, May fourth. Wednesday, May fourth at seven p.m. Pacific. I'm sorry, seven p.m. Eastern, four p.m. Pacific. So we have a bunch of people signed up, but all you have to do is register, give an email. It's free. It's fun. It's informal. Uh, you don't have to be on camera. It's not like a Zoom, but there's a good chat feature. So Wednesday, May fourth at four p.m. Pacific, seven p.m. Eastern time. That's when the Bring Your Own Book Club for May is. So I'm looking forward to that. And then Connecticut and Long Island, I am headed your way. So information will be uh, all over the place to sign up for my speaking uh, gig at the Pequot Library in Southport, Connecticut on May 12th. And at and Theodore. that's our home library. Remind yes. people mm -hmm. that's where we grew up at the Pequot Library. Yes, uh, yes. And I have to say, there are quite a few satellite sisters and misters that have already signed up, which is great. There's a free. I'm doing a free talk, and then there's a VIP reception afterwards. But then it will be a lot of my high school friends. I'm like, I'm hearing right. from a lot of people. I mean, the bottom line is, I got to get my act together and really deliver because. It's <laughs> You know, and then I have friends coming down from the vineyard and Block Island for that, which will be fun. Sheila's coming out from New York. So oh, she good. she's coming out. So that is uh, that is May 12th in Connecticut and then May 15th in Oyster Bay, Long Island at Theodore's Bookshop. And they are asking for people to pre-register, which is a great idea. They want to make sure they have enough room. And if you want to buy a book, particularly if you want to buy multiple copies of the book, it's a great idea to pre-order. Bookstores book um, notoriously under-order. Mm -hmm. So it is entirely possible that the bookstore will run out of books, uh, even if you pre-order. Uh, so, so we but, don't want that to happen. We don't want that to happen. I don't want to go all the way to Long Island and run out of books for people who want books. So um, I have spread that link around. It will be in the show notes. I'll put it in the Facebook group. It'll be in pep talk. All you have to do is RSVP. And if you're going to buy some books, do pre-order um, so that you make sure you don't leave empty handed. All right. Coming up next, we're going to talk to Lauren Bates. Her company is Wild Terrains, and we're going to talk about taking off, getting, hitting the road, getting out there, getting back, uh, all the metaphors about travel. We're going to talk about all the metaphors. About travel. <laughs> Liz, summer is coming up and you know what that means? It means you're grilling. You're grilling and chilling sure. there yes. with, your, with your butcher box. What, what do you got going on the grill this summer? Well, you know, here's the thing. Because I'm going to be up in, in Bend for a part of the summer, yeah. I'm having my box sent there, Leanne. That's I mean, great. Go on vacation with your butcher box is what, uh, what, what I'm recommending. Yeah, by the way, you're just going to buy meat and fish and stuff when you get there. Why do that? Anyway, you know, I love their steaks. I love their scallops. The scallops are really good. And the chicken thighs, all good. I'm ready. That's right. ButcherBox gives you peace of mind and easy to find high quality meat and seafood you can trust. It's 100% grass fed beef, free range organic chicken, pork that's raised crate free and wild caught seafood, no antibiotics or added hormones. And as Liz said, delivered right to your doorstep. And you can customize that delivery plan, Liz. Right. Because it can go wherever you want it to go, whenever you want it to go. If you want to delay it a week, you know, speed it up a week, you just go to your ButcherBox account and you can make that all happen. It's so easy to manage online. Yeah. And if you're like Liz, you can take your ButcherBox on vacation, which is... <laughs> That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> nice to have something familiar there. <laughs> yes. So if you want to take your meat on vacation, sign up at butcherbox.com slash sisters and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional 20% off. So you can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash sisters and use code sisters to choose your free for a year offer plus 
Get $20 off your first order. Thanks, ButcherBox. Liz, you know we love talking about FrameBridge, don't we? We do. <laughs> because, because there are just so many fun things to frame, Leon, aren't there? Right. Anything. You can just upload a digital photo from your phone and they can print it and frame it. And that is a gift right there, a gift people would love getting. But Liz, you recently had quite an exciting FrameBridge experience. Would I, I you like did. to share? Would you like you know, to? I talked about how when we were at the Bruce Springsteen concert, I was with our brother Dick, his wife Susan, his two kids, and one of the roadies threw us the set list at the end of the show, which was amazing to get the actual set list for the actual concert in Los Angeles. And we're like, oh, yeah, any day now, that's going to be in a place of honor in their home. Sure enough, Leon, they have already framebridged it and sent it to us with a picture. So I'll be in Bend next week, so I'll get to see it. But it's just excellent use of the Framebridge resources, the Bruce Springsteen set list. Fantastic. And this is gift giving season. So if you have a graduation coming up, a wedding, a shower, Mother's Day, Father's Day, look around. I'm sure you have something fun you can frame and Framebridge can do it for you. It's easy and it's affordable to frame just about anything. You get fair and transparent upfront pricing based on the size of your item. There's a great selection of frames. And as we've said in the past, fast service, free shipping, rate or gifts. Mm -hmm. And guess what? Liz, not many things in life give you a happiness guarantee, but Framebridge does. If you're not 100% happy with your piece, they will make it right. So if this but sounds like- you are like... going to be happy, okay? <laughs> and that's just the Satellite Sisters promise. You're going to be out. You're going to be happy you did it. See why Framebridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit framebridge.com or see a local Framebridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything, like a Bruce Springsteen set list. That's framebridge.com. Thanks, Framebridge. We are so excited to welcome back to Satellite Sisters, Lauren Bates. Lauren is the founder of Wild Terrains, which is a travel company that specializes in small group tours for women of all ages and life stages. That's us. That's us, sisters. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Lauren's company focuses on uh, travel that is inspired and energized by other women and by making meaningful connections that cross generations and borders. Hey, Lauren, welcome back to Satellite Sisters. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be back. What did you miss most about travel over the last couple of years? I mean, what have you been doing basically? (laughs) A lot. I've missed a lot. I mean, I have been back to traveling since last fall. Um, So I have probably about 10 or 15 international trips under my belt already. Um, Oh, wow. Impressive. So so I'm, I'm a pro now with the post COVID travel experience. Um, but I just really missed, you know, getting dressed in normal clothes and, um, (laughs) meeting new people and eating out at restaurants. I think the same things everyone missed. Yeah. What, you know, for the post COVID travel thing, I mean, what are the differences that you've seen out there? I mean, besides all the testing, like, is there a feeling that you, you can put your finger on that's different or is it the same? Yeah, I do think it's different. I think that there's sort of two sides of the post COVID travel world. There's the anxiety side, which I'm seeing less, less now. Um, but you know, six months ago, our travelers had a lot of anxiety, you know, taking their first international trip post COVID. Um, and so I think, and I think for a lot of people, you know, they're still planning to take their first trip. And so there is a lot of anxiety that comes with that, but then on the Lauren, flip can side, I ask about that? Yeah. So what, so what's specific, cause we have people, including us who still have some travel anxiety. Mm-hmm. So what, what will help us get over that? Or what advice did you give to your travelers to help them get over it? Yeah. I mean, I think that the main thing to remember is we're, you know, aside from, I'm, you know, I'm an advocate of people being vaccinated and traveling safely. I think people, you know, regardless of mask mandates should still probably be wearing masks in airports and on airplanes just for that extra precaution. Um, But I also think um, it's just important to remember that we're out of practice. And so anytime we're out of practice with something, it feels 
stressful. And I think with the added complications of having to test to enter destinations and to make sure you did the test at the right time, that's all going to cause anxiety for people, but that's totally normal. I think, you know, most travelers are feeling that stress when they're taking their first trip. Um, What I will say is we've run over 15 full group trips and our trips have 12 women on them across all of our destinations at this point. And we haven't had anyone test positive for COVID. So well, um, that's, that's great because yeah. I think that's a big fear for traveling internationally that you test positive and c- couldn't get back into the U.S. Yes. And, then- and I think that is, of course, I'm not saying it'll never happen. I'm sure it will happen at some point on one of our trips. But I think I was even shocked by how less, you know, it, it hasn't happened as often as I thought it would. Um, right. And I think that's because people are being smart. They're traveling you know, being fully vaccinated, they have their booster, they're getting tested before and after. Um, And I think when you take those precautions, you know, it's, it's helpful to know that those things actually do help keep, you know, you safe while you're moving around the world. Do you find that your travelers, uh, their anxiety dissipates once the trip gets going? Is the hardest part getting on the plane, basically? Yeah, I think there's a lot of anxiety of like getting to the airport, being, you know, worried that you have the wrong documentation or the wrong test and you're going to get declined to get on the airplane. There's a lot of stress with that. I even felt that, you know, on my first trip back. Um, And then for most of our travelers, the moment they get, you know, to Lisbon or Paris or wherever they're headed with us, they just sort of say, oh, I needed this vacation. I needed the change of scenery. I'm so happy to be away from my kids. Um, So yeah, I think it does melt once you get there. And we, I think one of the benefits of traveling with a company like us is we have a lot of planning and protocols in place behind the scenes that help protect our travelers. And if a traveler did test positive, you know, we've pre-negotiated rates with hotels and you know, we're there to help you figure out what's the solution. Um, that's good. That's, that's a yeah. really good point. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's smart. That's smart. And on the other side of the equation, are people happy to see you in Lisbon and Paris? <laughs> are, Paris are Parisians happy to see you? Yes. I mean, it's kind of amazing because, you know, all the, ho- all the partners we work with abroad, the hotels, chefs, artists, designers, you know, they, they hadn't seen tourists for two years and, you know, a big portion of their incomes come from partnering with us on our trip. So I think from just like a livelihood standpoint, they're super excited to see us. But I also think, you know, all of us as women are really, I think right now realizing how important community and connection are because we were so isolated during COVID. And so I think that's something really beautiful that's happening on our trips right now is I think the women who are joining us and the women who partner with us in the destinations are just super appreciative to be around women who are like-minded and who love to travel. And um, it's been really beautiful to watch. I have to say- Uh, Lauren, this is Lee and I've been out on a book tour. And so I've been speaking to a lot of large groups of women and this is for many of them, their first, you know, large group experience. I feel there is an extra energy in the room, you know, like the conversation beforehand, it just bubbles. It's a little bit electric. People are genuinely happy to be together. So Mm -hmm. I'm sure, I'm sure you're seeing that on your trips. Yeah. You know, we had a question from someone on our Facebook group, and I just wanted to run it by you because she is saying like she would love to travel, but she's balancing her desire to travel with some real challenges. Mm -hmm. Costs have increased. There's the war in Ukraine. It's really undecided. Like, should I go now? Should I wait? What should I do? What would you advise her to do? It's a good question. I think, you know, I really think that travel right now is a personal decision. So I think you know, some people are, I think a lot of people are finally ready to travel, but not certainly not everyone. And so I do think it depends what you have going on in your life. I think, um, 
You know, with Ukraine, obviously, it's super unfortunate what's happening there. Um, And I certainly would recommend traveling to Ukraine right now, or maybe, you know, towns that are on the border of Ukraine. But I think the rest of Europe right now is perfectly safe. I just got back from France a couple weeks ago, um, and I spent three weeks there, and I felt really perfectly fine. Um, I think in terms of costs, I mean... I'll just be really frank, you know, we, we, in general, across the world are seeing lots of inflation right now. I don't think that's going away anytime soon. I also think that um, people in the travel industry really suffered during COVID. And so prices for everything, hotels, um, everything are going to go up by next year. Um, We've raised our prices for next year as well. Um, and so I think of cost as a factor, I would say, take the trip this year because for sure the costs are going up. Um, we're seeing it across the board for everything. And I'm even seeing it for flights because gas prices are going up. So, um, even like long haul flights, the prices are going up right now. Okay. All right. That's good. So go now. I was also thinking, Lauren, that I, I've gone nowhere and spent nothing traveling for the last two years. So I feel like I have a little extra kitty. Yeah. Just splurge. (laughs) Go for it. Travel savings account that I didn't really do on purpose. So you have some new destinations. I know uh, Argentina, France, and Iceland, which is exciting. All right, Liz, you were particularly interested in Iceland. What's happening in Iceland there for you, Lauren? What are you doing there? I'm so excited you asked. So um, I'm actually heading um, to Iceland for our first trip in two weeks. Um, And we're doing Iceland a bit differently. So most of the group tour options for Iceland are centered around um, outdoorsy adventure trips, a lot of trekking and Mm -hmm. glacier climbing. Mm -hmm. Um, and there really wasn't a travel company that is centered around women that was more focused on like the culture and, you know, Iceland's a really interesting place because it's considered the most equal country in the world in terms of gender equality. And so, um, we're bringing in, well, they're already there. We're bringing our travelers to a bunch of amazing women who are based in Iceland, who own businesses, who are involved in politics, who are professors. Um, And so our itinerary certainly highlights the beautiful places in Iceland. And we do a bunch of outdoorsy, adventurous things, but we're also having like deep conversations about women's equality and we're doing an outdoor spa day and a geothermal pool. Liz, it's Um, right up your alley. I mean, with a summit included on (laughs) the travel. Liz, I I like that part of it. I'm not quite up for trekking yet, Lauren, but anything that involves sitting in hot water, I'm up for. And I think think Iceland has a lot of that. I mean, that's what makes your company so unique is the combination of things you just described. Well, that sounds really great. Thank you. Yeah, I'm really excited about it. And it isn't it isn't intense on the trekking. So I actually think, you know, you mentioned this earlier, we have a lot of different generations um, on our trips. And so what I've actually seen is we have a lot of women in their 50s, 60s, 70s, even 80s, who have signed up for our Iceland trips, because I think there's not a lot of options for, you know, people who maybe can't climb a crazy mountain, um, yeah. in terms of trip options. Yeah. So it, and as someone who never wants to climb a crazy mountain, that's nice. I mean, just maybe I could, I don't know. Just zero interest. Leah wants the unhiking trip, yeah. untracking. Do you, exactly. Do you need to watch game of Thrones to go on? Iceland trip? Cause I haven't. And I, but I would love to go to Iceland. I don't think you do. You just, okay, just good. come with me. You'll be fine. Uh, Okay, no, you've so, also you've also added Argentina to your destinations, and that's something where was that's a place where Julie and I actually went before the current unpleasantness and did yeah. some serious hiking. So, what is your Argentina trip? Yeah, so our um, and I remember when you guys went to Argentina. I I think I was scouting it around the time you were there, um, and 
Our Argentina trip is amazing. I also just went on that one in February. It's 10 days. It starts in Mendoza, which is the wine country of Argentina. Mm. And then you spend a few days in Buenos Aires. And that is, I actually lived in Buenos Aires a long time ago. Um, So we pulled in the most amazing women's chefs, artists, historians. Um, There's an amazing leather goods company. So you can stock up on all, you know, amazing leather products while you're there. And then from there, we go to Patagonia. And the Patagonia portion is centered around nature. Again, we don't do a ton of, you know, we do more like strolls and walks. We don't do intense hiking. Um, You're speaking the Satellite Sisters language here with the strolling. (laughs) Yeah, we stroll. We stroll to a beautiful beach. We take photos. We have a picnic. You know, it's very leisurely. Um, And... Argentina is just such a magical, magical place. I think that has for sure been our bestseller this year. Um, I think because it's such a bucket list destination. Yeah, for people. yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I just think Latin America in general, people don't go there enough. They don't explore it enough. It's just, a, I love that part of the world. Yeah, so that that's great that more people are going to Argentina. Mendoza have not been there Still on the list, Lauren. So I mean, I mean, the nice thing about your itinerary, Lauren, is you can you could do that even if you've been to Argentina. Yeah, totally. It sounds like the experiences that you put together are kind of very unique, and uh, and that's and the connection that you make with the lo- local artisans and the chefs. Those are experiences that are you know that really make a trip so special. Yeah, I do. I do think it's something that I've been focused on in all of our destinations. The trips are really designed so that if it's your first time, you're getting an amazing, you know, overview of the place, but also if you've been there before, it doesn't feel repetitive. So we just launched France and um, I just led our first trip um, a couple of weeks ago and almost every single traveler on that trip had been to Paris before they'd been to France before and at the end of the trip, they were saying like, wow, I, this trip made me fall in love with France. I will keep coming back and back and back because I didn't totally, you know, I think France is one of those interesting destinations where a lot of the trips or itineraries you find can be quite touristy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we really try to like shake it up and do things differently so that if you've been there before, it doesn't feel repetitive at all. You know, Lauren, when we, the first time we spoke to you, your business was relatively new. And Mm -hmm. I remember you saying you were surprised that like more than just women were signing up, like you were surprised that it be, they were becoming multi-generational either intentionally that you have mother daughter trips that you've done, or just, you know, as you said, women in their 50s, 60s, 70s signing up. We know we have a satellite sister going on your Iceland trip in a couple of weeks. They mentioned that on the (laughs) Facebook page. What has that brought to your, to your community? What, what is that kind of multi-generational dimension brought to your trips? It's honestly, I will say maybe the most beautiful part of building this business. And it was so unexpected. Um, I remember coming on Satellite Sisters, I think back in 2019, which was, you know, we were only a year old. Um, And um, I thought I was building a travel company for women in their 30s and 40s. And now we truly, we are multi-generational. Almost every single trip has women in their 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, all the way to 80s. Um, we've had our youngest traveler it has been 11 and our <laughs> oldest traveler was 89. So wow. we really, it's really multi-generational. We've even had like granddaughter, daughter, mother on trips, you That's know, neat. Um, That's which neat. is super cool. And I think the beautiful thing about it, some it makes some people nervous, I think, because they you know, I hear this a lot. Younger girls feel like, oh, am I, you know, is it going to feel like I'm traveling with my mom the whole time? And then, (laughs) you know, older women are like, am I going to feel like the older person on this trip? And I think we've gotten so much positive feedback um, about having all of the different ages. And it's really quite beautiful because the dinner conversation then doesn't center around whatever's happening in sort of that 
general age group, it really becomes this like beautiful conversation about life and, you know, relationships and career and everyone at the table has a different perspective and is in a different stage. It's, it's so incredible. I learned so much from our travelers every single trip. Oh, that Fire. feels good. Yeah, yeah, that's what we've learned on Satellite Sisters. Yes, the people have taken us to places we didn't think we would go to, mm-hmm. you know, our listeners. So that's neat that you're having the same business experience. Um, I understand you just relocated from DC to Brooklyn. So welcome. Uh, well, <laughs> congratulations. Uh, <laughs> but you're planning a big personal vacation to New Zealand in December. And I think that's also on a lot of people's bucket list. So why New Zealand? What are you doing? You're going to be able to turn off your, your professional vacationer (laughs) brain and just enjoy. Yes. And that was one of the goals was to go somewhere where I could really, you know, isolate. So I will, if you send me an email in December, I will not answer it. Um, but I'm going to New Zealand. I, we're, I'm actually, we're renting, I'm going with my boyfriend. We're renting a van. Oh, we're going to live yes. in a van. Oh, <laughs> that, oh. That's the way to see New Zealand. Uh, I, yeah. Here. And so we'll, you know, it'll be a good relationship test for us if we can survive the van <laughs> um, and not showering in a real shower for two weeks. But um, I think for both of us, it was just a place. It's so, it looks so beautiful. I've never been there. Um, And it just felt like, God, if we don't do it now, when are we going to do it? You know, we just have to prioritize it. Mm -hmm. And it just opened up too, right? New Zealand for visitors. Mm -hmm. So um, that will be very interesting that, you know, to see the reception you get because they have been very isolated. They haven't had any visitors for two, two and a half years. So that will be so fun. Oh, I'm jealous. That sounds great, Lauren. That That sounds sounds really great. Really like a fun trip. Really, really I mean, for you in the van, yeah. Not for me in the van. No. My van days are over, uh, Lauren. I'll report back. I think the okay. multi generational aspect sort of rules out the van. Yeah. I want you to be scouting for nice hotels, Lauren, while, you, while you're there. I know, I know. I promised I wouldn't work though, so I may have, I'll have to go back after that. There you go. There you go. Well, Lauren, thank you so much for joining us today on Satellite Sisters. Lauren's company is Wild Terrains. And, you know, even if you just want to armchair travel, they have a beautiful website. I just like to go look at the hotels I'm not staying in, in places where Lauren's going. Because your photography on your website is so great. Thank um, you. Just where are you off to next? What's the next trip that you're on? Um, I'm going to Iceland and then France at Iceland? the end of this month. Sounds mm-hmm. fantastic. Well, thank you for joining us on Satellite Sisters. Come back anytime, Lauren. Thanks for having me. Liz and Leanne here, and we are so grateful to have Osea support Satellite Sisters. Why? Because it's just a great product. Holy cow, do we, we love Osea's skin and body care. And you know what? This Mother's Day, Just look no further than Osea. Spoil the moms in your life with the little luxuries from Osea. The moms, the stepmoms, the bonus moms, the people who bring a touch of something special to your life, aunts, grandmothers, they would love a little Osea this Mother's Day. And you can get 10% off your first order by using our code SATSisters at OseaMalibu.com. And Liz, you know what every mother and mother figure needs? What? More moisture, Liz. They need more moisture in their skin. <laughs> in no their kidding. skin. I mean, really, the creams, the lotions, the oils. I love it all. That duo they have going. Oh. Like, you can't miss with the duo of Osea. Liz, the mega moisture duo. Yes. You can you can literally see your skin get firmer. And it just delivers <laughs> this full body glow. Okay, you know we have raved about the Andaria Algae Body Oil. Mm-hmm. Well, pair that with the Andaria Collagen Body Oil. Youthful, Liz. A youthful glow is going to (laughs) happen. And it's infused with Osea's signature Andaria seaweed. So it just smells so delicious, doesn't it? I know you're talking about giving it as a gift. I also suggest just giving it to yourself (laughs) because you're worth it. (laughs) That's, That's true. 
That is absolutely true. Okay, that moisture duo I mentioned too is a great value because you can save 16% plus the extra 10% with our code SAD Sisters. So this is it. This is a win, win, win Mother's Day gift. Spoil the moms in your life with clean vegan skincare and body care from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with the code SAT Sisters at oseamalibu.com. And you get free samples in every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Osea is spelled O-S-E-A. So head on over to oseamalibu.com and use code SATSISTERS for 10% off. Thanks, Osea. Hey, it's Liz and Leanne here, and we want to thank Pros for supporting this episode of Satellite Sisters. Now, you know, Liz, I've been out and about with my new book, The Marriage Sabbatical. Mm -hmm. The book is getting rave reviews. I'm very happy. But you know what else is getting rave reviews? My hair, Liz. My hair from Pros is getting <laughs> rave reviews. Leanne, I am not surprised. You have been on that Pros hair regimen for quite a while. I mean, you have good hair anyway, but now you have great hair because you've really paid attention to it. Well, Liz, pros is made for people, not hair and skin types. Personalization is rooted in everything they do, from their in-depth consultation to their made-to-order model. And you know what? I love the regimen they have me on. I, do I take the hair vitamins every day? Yes, I do. Do I use my shampoo and conditioner made especially for Leon Dolan? Yes, I do. Do I sometimes use the leave-in conditioner when I, my hair is really dry? I do. And I even have a pre-scalp thing that they give me. Okay, pros, you, you're the boss. I'll take it. <laughs> you tell me what my hair needs. That sounds good. And here's the thing. It's personalization, Liz. For yeah. millions of possible formulas, only one is uniquely Leon's. Okay? And I'm I'm using it. Pros mm -hmm. isn't just better for you. It's also better for the planet, Liz. They're a certified B Corp, cruelty-free, and the first and only carbon-neutral custom beauty brand. So, Pros, we love you. I love the photos of my hair. Couldn't be happier. <laughs> photos of your hair. There are people in the photos, too. That's the thing about a book tour. Everybody yeah. has their picture taken with Leon and then post it. So yeah. the hair is important. <laughs> Couldn't be happier, Pros. Pros is so confident that you'll bring out your best hair and skin. They're offering an exclusive trial offer of 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com slash sisters. So you get your free consultation, then 50% off at pros.com slash sisters. And pros is spelled P-R-O-S-E, pros.com slash sisters. Thanks, pros. Oh, how great was it to talk to Lauren again? You know, she's just so enthusiastic. I just love that her business has held on, that she's done this. And it really sounds like she's making important connections and building community. I love it. I, I love it. And it she's, so, she's so calm and thoughtful. I feel like no matter what fear you have about getting back out there, she'll be able to take care of it. And what she puts together is so unique. I know, Liz, I think we should go back to Argentina. You that do. sounded great to go to wine country. And then how about that uh, leather shopping? You know, you look very good in chaps in uh, Argentina on our first trip. I think you should get some of those leather chaps, right? Yes, we did have to put the leather chaps on, but there was riding. But then there was also one time we were just walking through a field with a lot of ticks in it or something. And thorns. We... It, has, it had a lot of thorns. <laughs> they, weren't, they weren't ticks, Liz. They weren't thorns. ticks. Okay. But you look anyway. very equestrian in those. So it would okay. be worth the trip back. You know, right. it would so, be a totally different experience. Yeah. The next time I need a costume for a costume party. Maybe, maybe the having leather chaps on hand would be the way to go. <laughs> okay. Well, as long as we're talking about trip tips and other great places to go, here's one that we've recommended before. Julie, recently you were talking about how great San Miguel de Allende in Mexico is, right? Yes, I loved that. I, I, it's a great spot, a great, you know, for a girl's trip, a satellite sister trip. Yes. Very Okay. Well, here's a specific opportunity for people right before the current unpleasantness started. I went to something called the Box Sessions in Northern California that was hosted by a friend of the show, Laura Holson. So that was her first Box Sessions. Well, now this fall, she's doing the Box Sessions abroad and it's a creativity workshop. Uh, it's in San Miguel de Allende. You go to like Potter's workshops by Dolores Hidalgo and the childhood home of Diego Rivera. Anyway, I'll put a link in the show notes if you're tempted to go to San Miguel, but want to go to something that is 
organized around an idea of unlocking your own creativity. October 23 to 29, this year, it's your chance. So I'll put a note in the show notes if you wanna uh, look into that some more. Um, okay, now we have a completely unrelated follow-up. <laughs> <laughs> that I, I wanted to share with people because, you know, sometimes we talk about things on the show. We never know what happens. You never know what happens. But here's one where the satellite sister wrote back to us and let us know what actually happened. So you may recall that a few months ago, I shared a letter from listener Deb. And we referred to her in the segment as insurance boss. Uh, she was looking for career advice. She had been at the same company for 16 years. Her husband was also at the same company in a different department. And somehow, even though he had less experience, he had a higher salary. And we won't get back into that, but that was irksome. And there were just other, she was thinking about what should I do? So we recommended that, you know, you need to go in and ask for more. If you don't ask, you don't get. That was tip number one. Tip number two was, and don't mention your husband's salary when you go in, because that's not really re relevant in this situation. You need to get paid for what you do. But tip number three is, you know, if you've been at the same company for 16 years, do not assume you need to stay there for the rest of your life. It's a good time to change jobs. And changing companies is often the best way to make a big jump in salary. So headline, she did it. And it worked. I'm so oh, wow. excited. That's so great. She, I know. She emailed back to me. She's like, Liz, I want to update you on my work situation. Um, while it was outside of my comfort zone, having been with the same employer for 16 years, I updated my resume and made a conscious decision to consider similar posts outside of my company. Six weeks later, okay, people, this only took six weeks. Six weeks later, I'm happy to report this this past Monday. I started a new position with a 25% increase. See? I like this. Deb, you guys did it. Applause. Isn't that amazing? And then she said, it's also fully remote, which is a dream. And so she got a great combination of things. It was very tough for her to make that leap. She said leaving the company was a hard choice, but she knew it was ultimately better for her and her family. And what she had been doing, which I think many of us do, she said, I used to get emails from recruiters every few months and I would just delete them. Uh, but a week after deciding to start considering leaving the company, a former coworker reached out and said, hey, would you ever think about coming to XYZ company? It's a fully remote position, blah, blah, blah. And um, so if she hadn't opened her mind to this idea, she would have just blown off this email. Instead, she responded. She said, I want to at least explore it. And then things just rolled along, along really quickly. Now, boom, she's got a great new job and a great new salary. We are so happy for you, Deb. Don't you oh, think that's great? I that's think that's great. great. As our mom would say, you make your own good luck. And she did, right? Yeah. yeah. She, she just opened her mind to the idea that, okay, moving on doesn't have to be a bad thing. It might actually be a leap forward. So um, yay for you, Deb. We're just super happy for you. And it's also just kind of exciting to hear back from someone who asked for advice. We had the discussion, they took it and it worked. So that's, <laughs> that's good too. I'm just always a little surprised, I guess. <laughs> always a little bit surprised. Congratulations. <laughs> All right. Well, it, now it's time for entertaining sisters. And this is our travel version. So I want to recommend like, look, if you can't take a European vacation to London and Paris, I have an excellent viewing option for you. Now, you may recall several uh, many months ago, we recommended the French series Call My Agent. You know, do you remember that? It's about a French talent agency. It has a cast of characters. It was charming. We loved it. Well, so here, funny, so funny, so funny. And they had guest stars with, you know, French movie stars. Well, this is excellent news because now they have remade that same show, but it's called 10 percent. 
And but it now has a cast of British uh, uh, actors because they're in a British talent agency (laughs) in London, and it is just great. And but because it's the same show, it's the same (laughs) plot, so you're going to be very very comfortable if you watch Call My Agent, and you're just going to be delighted. They have guest stars. Kelly McDonald is on the uh, in the first episode. Helen Bonham Carter is is in it as well. Himesh Patel is in it. And there you have it, a perfect Paris, London vacation. Uh, You can watch Call My Agent and then 10%, or you could watch 10% and then Call My Agent. You can go either way. Okay. My God, that's so exciting, Julie. And that's exciting. Where can you watch that? On Amazon Prime. It's also, it's it's released by Sundance and it's also on the BBC. But uh, I I was watching it on Amazon Prime. So 10%. 10%. Yes. Doing it. Okay. That's, that is great news. All right. I would like to recommend old enough on Netflix. I'd like to give a shout out to my son, Colin, who alerted me to this kooky show. It has been on uh, Japanese TV for decades. Uh Here's the premise of the show. Very small children run errands. Okay. That's, have you seen this, Julie? I have seen, I've seen one episode, Leanne. It's amazing. It's like crazy. I mean, they're it's like crazy. three-year-olds going to the grocery store, right? I mean, yes. it's, it's, uh, it's yes. fascinating. You can't stop watching it, you know? Um, no. So yeah, is it a you, real thing or just yes. a made TV thing? This is culturally done in Japan? Yes. Apparently, Liz, I'm not a cultural expert, okay. so I, I don't want to, okay. I want to. I mean, the show has been on since 1991 in Japan. And uh, so, so I guess so. But what I can tell you is that the cameras are all hidden. So they are theoretically taping these kids running these errands without the knowledge of the children. Mm-hmm. Some of them are extraordinarily small children. Like <laughs> it is, it's both nail biting and delightful. It takes your breath away. And yet you're just, you're cheering them on. All the episodes are only 10 minutes long. So you don't really have to invest a lot. So it's a very simple premise. It's like the three-year-old goes to get toilet paper. Like that's, <laughs> you've had three-year-olds Leanne. i mean sometimes they they lose their focus right this is the incredible thing yeah every butterfly and then they can't remember to get the uh, toilet paper you know i mean yes japan is much much safer than the u.s yeah Uh, but they do have cars there yes big trucks yeah big trucks liz they're walking they're holding little flags walking down the side of the street oh my god it's sort of an interesting way to look at uh, culture and to look at people. There's, uh, to, they go to the grocery store a lot. So if you're interested in Japanese grocery stores, it's particularly interesting. It's just, it blows your mind is all I want to <laughs> just blows your mind. So that is called Julie watching it with your grandchildren would be really fun. I would. Okay. Imagine. I will. I'm going to watch some more episodes with them. Good idea. Okay. So it's called old enough, old enough, old enough. Okay. And that's up for debate. You know, there's a lot of debate on social media, whether they really are old enough, but it's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Netflix. Oh my God. That's hilarious. It's just, just watch a couple episodes and then you'd be like, Oh, this seems like a good idea. Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. Next week on satellite sisters, it is our 2022 best beach bag books episode. We're very excited. We work hard all year long to read a lot of books ahead of time to put on our best beach bag books list for the summer. We have about 15 books on the list this year, everything from thrillers to memoirs, to mysteries, to audiobooks. Uh, some of which, you know, you may see, have seen around others of which will be fresh and new to you. That's kind of our goal. We're also talking with Irish writer, Dervla McTiernan. Now she's Irish, but she lives in Australia. So she spoke with us from Perth, Australia. I mean, Mm -hmm. so just the fact we pre-taped this because it was midnight for her in Perth, Australia. (laughs) So she gets extra credit for staying up and staying awake, but she's written a new thriller, The Murder Rule, that comes out next week, but she's also written a lot of other thrillers. A delightful interview with her, plus we'll tell you about our favorite books for summer 2022. That's next week on Satellite Sisters. And this is one of our best episodes every year. It's really fun. It's yeah. really fun. And and not just because Leanne does so much of the work. Yeah, but, she does you know. all the work. I mean, we, we, do, we do very little, Liz and I, but we enjoy the show too. Yes. And I will say this. 
there are books I don't put on the list. Okay. More than the, it's not like I just read a book and I put it on the list. I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm curating, you know, I'm thinking of our people. They're all different kinds of books on the list. So uh, I'm thinking of our people uh, and, you know, trying to push some envelopes and trying to get in the comfort zone. So, so I I'm looking forward to the show next week. It's always fun to talk about books. Okay. Um, we would like to thank Sergio Enriquez and Emily Loudermilk for working on Satellite Sisters. Sergio is our engineer. Emily does our great graphics. You can find um, our graphics at our Instagram at Sat Sisters or in our newsletter, Pep Talk, or over there at our private Facebook group. Just Google the satellites or just search the Satellite Sisters on Facebook and answer the questions uh, and join our Facebook group because it's a nice little part of the internet. A big thanks to Lauren Bates from Wild Terrains. We appreciate that. Um, I just want to mention, of course, this week is Mother's Day. And, you know, sometimes Mother's Day can be tough for people. And I feel like people have, there have been some losses in the last couple of years. So we just want to send to mm-hmm. people who have experienced the loss of their mom or the loss of their child. We've noticed quite a bit of that in the Facebook group. And we are thinking of you. This Mother's Day can be tough. For those of you who celebrate, we wish you all the best on this Mother's Day. We hope you have a great day. Mm-hmm. Uh, to-do list. Julie, what do you have? Well, you know, in the month of May, I like to do this and I like to go out of my way that when I see a young child with with a parent, a, you know, mother, father, I like to compliment them. I like to go up to them and say, that is a cute baby. Or, <laughs> oh, my gosh, what an ador- adorable toddler. Or, oh, I like to go. I like to really give parents compliments. And I, in in the month of May, because of Mother's Day, I go, I really, this, I'm very purposeful about doing this in the grocery store. We have a lot of kids in our neighborhood. I'd like to stop and, and just, just say a kind word to the mom or the dad. And um, I I think it's working. I think it's, unless it's a very small child running an errand by themselves, (laughs) right? (laughs) Then you can't do that. And I'm not talking to the child, right? Right. No, of course I would help, but that's what I, that's on my to do. Yes. Liz, how about you? Okay. I'm not going to provide a visual. I'm just going to say I have a wildly overdue pedicure situation. Okay. Okay. I I know it's small, but I'm going to take care of it. Good work, Liz. (laughs) How about you, Leah? Okay. Oh, listen, I'm just going to try not to get anxious when I don't get my mother's day gift by noon. (laughs) <laughs> because oh. for many, many years, I've said Mother's Day is a morning holiday. Like you, you can't stroll in after 5 p.m. That's, <laughs> that's not right. <laughs> no, no, it, it's really on the breakfast tray. Yes, that's, yeah, that's it. Your that's mother's it. Day okay. Yes. Or your you card. Can. Yeah. So, All right, good luck with that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. <laughs> happy to be celebrating happy to be celebrating as always all right sisters have a great week you too too, hey don't forget call your mom